Let us pray real quick. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the we thank you for this morning. Father, I pray right now. Pray right now that the word just soaks in, Father. I pray right now that your anointing just flows over all of us, Father. Pray right now that we get fresh, fresh revelation of your word. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So my message is on being marked by God. Do you know you're marked by God? If you do, raise your hand. All right. When you ask God into your heart, boom, he marks you. What does that mean? What's the definition of being marked? To stand out, to be highlighted, such and such. So, um, in Romans 12, 2, do not copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. That sounds awesome to me. So when you ask God into your heart, he starts changing you right then. He marks you, says, you, you are my son, you are my daughter. Boom. And so no matter, no matter what you're going through in life, God has a plan for you. Doesn't matter if you're struggling. Doesn't matter if you're thriving. God has a plan for you. Um, also, Jeremiah 29, 11, a lot of people quote this. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Their plans are good, not for disaster. To give you a hope and a future. That's awesome right there. But it doesn't say, I know the plans I'm going to tell you. God knows the plans for your life. So we have to be obedient and walk in what God calls us to walk in, right? Um, so my main text today is going to be from 1 Samuel 16, uh, 1 through 13. I'm not going to read it all. If you want to, write it down and do that. <laughs> But uh, this, this is talking about when David was anointed. And so we all know the story. All the brothers, all the brothers came together, da-da-da. David was out doing what David does, tending the sheep, is being where he was called to be, right? And so all the brothers were went over. They were handsome. They were all this and that. They were... But none of those were chosen, right? The brother that was chosen was out doing the work, out, out where he was supposed to be. And if you look at verse 7, um, but Samuel said, don't judge by his appearance or height, for I have rejected him. The Lord doesn't, look, the Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge by the outward appearance, but I look at the heart. So, I mean, that could preach right there. Like, God doesn't look at our outward appearance. God doesn't look, God doesn't care what people will say about us, what people think about us. God says, I see your heart. I have plans for you if you're obedient, if you trust me, if you have faith in me. If you follow my words, 
That's what God says. And here's the thing. People see the outward, outward appearance. But God has removed sin as far as the east is from the west. Psalms 103, 12. So, when we accept God into our heart, it doesn't matter what we did. God says, I have a plan for you. It's perfect. It's on my time. And if you walk in my will, it is perfect. And so, like, here's the thing. You know, people will always say, well, I remember when you did this. I remember when you did that. Okay. That man's dead. <laughs> I'm a new creation. And so, here's the thing. Is we can't, like, it's, we know that's going to happen. So why are we getting upset when people bring up our past? <laughs> but we know we know if we're walking with God don't matter what somebody has to say about us what anybody does there you know there's no weapon formed against us that shall prosper and that's words that's etc and so we we see this we know this but yet we sit back and well, Joe Schmo said he called me a drunkard one day, and now I'm 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 in my feelings. That doesn't matter. Because God says, I have a plan for you. And I don't care what anybody else says. If you're not God, I don't care about your plans for me. <laughs> I'm just being honest. And so we need to make sure our focus is on the one who marks us, the one who has the plans for us, the one who says, come with me. Not, he doesn't say this is going to be easy. Because if it was easy, everybody would be like, God, I'm following you, I'm doing this. Being a Christ follower is not always easy. I'm just being real. So, I have a few points for you. Uh, let's just hop right in. So point one, if you are marked, you are going to be approved in private. It is easiest to kill a king in kid form. So, if we are... Okay, let's talk, let's talk about David. David was always with God, right? Tending the sheep, he knew God. He was with God. So it was the easiest to knock David out as a kid. David was doing what he was called to do to take care of the sheep, all this, you know, take care of the bears, take care of the lions, you know. He did that. He was called to do that. He was doing what God called him to do and while his brothers were way over there, being like, hey, we're better looking. I'm stronger. I'm going to get this anointing. God says, no, I'm anointing the one that's doing my work. How easy it would have been 
to take him out then and just be like, no, he's, he's not here. How easy would it have been if Samuel just said, you know, I'm not going to wait for that one. I'm just going to, this dude right here, he's handsome, he's tall, he's strong. I'm, I'm just going to anoint him. How easy would that have been? Real easy. But that's not the case. God marked David. Because David was after God's own heart. Point two. You are anointed before you're positioned. How are you waiting? How are you waiting for God in whatever situation you're in right now? All of us are in a different spot. I mean, there's some of us that are young. There's some of us, oh, I'm not us. That's old. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> some of you, no. <laughs> but <laughs> there's, there's all different areas of the spectrum. There's teens, young adults, adults, grandpas, grandmas, great-grandpas. You know what I'm saying. But here's the thing. How are you waiting in the season that you're in? God is going to anoint you before you're positioned. He doesn't throw you out and say, well, let's get you there. Let's get you, throw you in the ring. And after you're beat up a little bit, then I'll anoint you. That's not the case. He anoints you. Says, okay, now you can step up to the plate and swing because I'm guiding your hands. You're not going to miss. Mm -mm -mm. Proverbs 3.5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. No, and six. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Boom. That's awesome. I mean, a lot of you, well, some of you heard my story um, growing up, whatever. I moved here when I was 18, the day I graduated, actually. And stuff happened. I ended up homeless for a while. Crazy. Pastor took me in for two years. And, like, I would always ask him, I'd be like, man, why are you doing this, you know? Just because... Let's see, he knew me for four, four months, something like that. I came to that Easter. My first service here was the Easter before, like of uh, 2011. And so that was only a few months, and then I moved in with him in September, something like that. So a few months. But I always asked him, I was like, man, what? What are you? Why are you, why are you doing this? You know, like because where I'm from, like you don't you don't just let people in your house, like like <laughs> I have a split family, but part of my family is from Chicago. Like you don't let people in your house. It's just that's just not the case. <laughs> like I seen you a few times. Hey, come live with me. No, that's not the case. <laughs> you don't do that, but. What I'm trying to say is, pastor saw something on the inside of me 
that I was like, hey, okay, let's train him up. Because where I came from was broken. And so it was shaky. I didn't know what to do. Yes, I had a relationship with God, but it wasn't true. And pastor says, I see something on the inside of you. And Chuck. Thank you, Chuck. Man. All right. But they seen something on the inside and said, hey, let's call this out. Let's start speaking to that. And so during those times, what? Let's see. It's been, well, we've been two years. Almost been here nine. So seven years in the making of helping in youth ministry, helping with worship, helping here and there, you know, helping towel clean, helping, you know. But it's all that time I was growing, going to N-State, going to LCU, going to the places. And they were feeding into that. They didn't know when God was going to call. But I was anointed a couple years back when Chuck and I went to Brazil. And we had an awesome time there. I was anointed then to step into this position to fill out, fill the shoes that was needed. And I'm grateful. <laughs> but in that time, I could have sat back and said, I don't, I don't know why you're doing this. I'm just going to you know, push back. I'm going to step back and say, I'm putting on my walls because I don't know what you're doing for me right now. Like, I don't understand why you're doing this. But that's not what I did. I stepped into it and said, okay, I'm going to learn. I'm going to start speaking the word. I'm going to start changing my life so therefore I can be called for God, work for God, and be used by God. And so where are you at in your situation? Like waiting doesn't mean sitting here twiddling your thumbs. There's a process to everything. And so when you... Say, okay, God, I understand I'm here right now, but help me to grow. There's a, there's a time, those seven years was my growing time to step in and say, okay, God, you've called me to go into the school. God, you've called me to love on all these students. God, you've called me to help lead leaders who are being used by God. God, you've helped me to be called to help lead the students that are going out and seeing miracles happen left and right. And if I wasn't obedient, I wouldn't, wouldn't be where I'm at. Which is point four. Your opportunity is going to be wrapped in obedience. It, it just is. Because if God's telling you to jump and you say, I'm going to sit or lay down and roll, that's not obedient. If any of you have seen my kid Silas, he is a wild monkey. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just being honest. <laughs> like, I, you know when your parents tell you, I hope you have a kid like you? I did. <laughs> and so, but he's awesome. But there's the thing is, 
he's starting to learn. Well, here and there. But <laughs> he's doing what he wants at the times, and there's correction. But your opportunity is going to be wrapped in obedience. Because when God tells you to give, you need to give. When God tells you to go pray for somebody, you need to pray. When God says, hey, I'm waking you up at 3 o'clock in the morning because something happened, you need to get up and pray. Not, God, why are you waking me up? I mean, there are awesome things. When Awesome things happen when you're obedient to God. I mean, you... You don't want to miss out on what God has for you. Because here's the thing. If you don't, God's going to have somebody else do it. Like you said, the rocks will cry out if we don't. No rocks taking my place. And so, be obedient. Um, point five. You're elevated through obstacles. God's going to teach you things behind closed doors. What you do in that time matters. Okay, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying God's going to give you an obstacle just so you can hop over it. and da, 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 da. That's not what I'm saying. There are going to be things that come up in your life. It's going to happen. But what you do in that moment matters. How you speak life matters. If you speak death, death will happen. It's, it's just, that's true, that's facts. So, when situations come up in your life and things happen, choose life. I'm, I'm guessing you can all think of a time in your life something went wrong if you can't raise your hand. All right. <laughs> Stop it, Dawson. <laughs> but how did you overcome that moment? Coming to the word, coming to the truth. Following God's plan for your life. Even you're working even when I can't see it. You're working even when I can't feel it. Because here's the thing, God doesn't go off of our emotion. God doesn't go off of us. God says, I'm working in the midst. And it doesn't matter. He's not stopping. Point six. When you are marked by God, you must be you. God created me to be me. God created you to be you, obviously. But here's the thing. is we see people all, all the time in our lives, and we're like, man, but God, why are, why are they being used by you like that? God, I want to do that. What? God knit you together in your mother's womb. You were made perfect for his plan for your life. And so here's the thing. I have friends that are awesome preachers, awesome teachers, all this stuff. And that's okay. It's awesome. Like you. you. 
But that, that's awesome. No, that's you, Coda. <laughs> but here's the thing. I have to be me. I don't have to look at them and say, God, why can't I have that anointing on my life when God anointed me to do other things? And here's the thing. We all work together like this because every part of the body has a purpose. You can't say your legs better than your arm, but, you know, you get what I'm saying. So every person has a purpose. So find yours and run with it. Because here's the thing, when you team up with those people, there's an anointing so strong on your guys' lives that God changes things in other people's lives fast. But if I'm worried about, well, Josh, Josh prays for people and they're healed all the time, you know, and I can't do that. I, I'm just, I don't know. I'm more worried about that. What am I missing out on? God's call on my life. Because I know where God's anointed me and what God's called me to do, where God's marked me to be. And that's where I'm going to stand. That's okay. And when you're marked by God, you're marked to love. And here's the thing. Love's a tricky thing, you know. People try to make it tricky, but it's really easy. It's, it's simple. It's giving a cup, to, a cup of water to a kid. It's giving food to students. It's teaching students, even when they can be. <laughs> the camera didn't see that, did it? No. <laughs> but it's wherever you're at, you can love on people. And I, I love it. I see it all the time. But love's cost you nothing. Like, it, it costs zero dollars to be loving to people. And here's the thing, in John 13, 35, it says, by this, everyone will know you as my disciples by the way that you love. And here's the thing, there are some of, there are people that need your love. Because here's the thing, I tell the youth all the time, you may be the only Jesus they see. Are you going to be the, the angry person that gets mad and flips them off because they cut you off? Or you, you are maybe the only Jesus that they see. Love changes everything. People will, not, people will not come to you if they don't think that you love them. Like, some of you have people that randomly just show up to you and just be like, hey, well, this happened, and you're like, Dude, what? what? Why? I don't even know you, but you're talking to me. That's because God's marked you to love on people. And because there's something on the inside of you that they see that they need. Also, if you are marked by God, you are going to be an answer to a problem. So once again, people will be seeing you walking in your anointing. People will see, okay, I need, I need, I'm just going to go talk to them. Why? Because you speak life. 
You can speak life over any situation in their life. And here's the thing. If we don't, we're losing souls. It's that simple. If we don't do what God's called us to do, we're missing out. And there's people in this world that need you to speak up. There's people in this world that need you to what? There's, there's like a mom crying at a store. Go talk to her. Go love on her. See what's wrong. There's people in the world that are dealing with things. Like some of these teens we talk to are dealing with crazy stuff that some of you won't even believe. Here's the thing. If you love them, that opens the door for you to pray for them. And I believe prayer works. There's power in the name of Jesus. And so, when those opportunities come up to us, like, I've, I've been praying, and I've been like, God, you know, give me those opportunities. And when, like, a person leaving, I'm like, man, did I just miss an opportunity there? That sucks. It really does. Then I'm like, I'm sorry, God. Bring another person my way, and I won't miss it. We have to be intentional. God didn't tell us as Christ followers to lay back and be lazy and not work. And, and that's, we're not talking about work, work. We're talking about working for the kingdom. That's a whole different subject. <laughs> but what I'm saying is we have to be intentional on going out and saying, hey, God, bring people my way. Because why? This, over this year, um, one of our themes for youth was, all the earth will shout your praise. And here's the thing. How will all the earth shout his praise if we don't tell them about it? How will all the earth shout his praise if we don't go out and say, this is the God I serve? Okay, you need something. I might not have it, but I'll try and figure out how to get it to you. Like, there's people that contact me all the time about things, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know, but I can figure out. We can make this work. Where is God telling you to go? What is God telling you to do? Who is God telling you to speak to? I know... I know you're all in different areas of your life, but God has a plan for you that is perfect. God, God is waiting for you to say, I'll follow you. I don't care where. Like I told God, God, I, I just want to be used by you. I don't care if it's in here, I, Brazil, Colombia. God, I don't care. Just give me an opportunity. What, what are we waiting for? God has marked you. And once you're marked by God, you can't. There's no hiding that. 
the people of the world see you and they will find you and they want what you have. And so here's the thing. We need to step up and say, hey, I, God, I'm, I'm just going to do it. Because we know that our, our time's too short here. It's, it's too short for us to be stepping back and saying, well, the next person will do it. No, God used me. God marked me for this, this moment. God put you on earth for this moment to be a voice for him. And so, like, where, where, take a moment real quick. Where do you see yourself? Like, where do you see yourself in this moment? Like, wherever you're waiting, whatever process you are in life, where do you see yourself? Are there, God's going to start showing you, hey, go here, be there, be ready, be intentional. And here's the thing, we have to say yes. And that's all it takes is a simple yes. It's not even that much. It's yes, God. I will obey. Yes, God, I will follow you. Yes, God, I will go where you tell me to go. Yes, God, I will do what you tell me to do. Yes, God. That simple. And here's the thing. Uh, a lot of us, well, well, I'll talk first. For me, when this happened, I let God transform a lot of things. When God marked me, there's a lot of things that he transformed. But the last thing took a while. God changed my heart. Because I hated people. Well, I did. I didn't care. I hated people. God says, if I'm going to use you, you have to see people the way I see people. And that changed my whole world because it was, it was going from back up, don't talk to me, I don't care about what you have to say, to okay, I'm listening. I'll pray for you. I'll help you. I'll, I'll do what God tells me to do to help you get from point A to point B because that's what God's called me to do. And here's the thing. When that happened, my life changed. Man. There was something on the inside that just said, boom. God shows me there is not one person on this world that can't be one to Christ. There's not one soul on this earth that is too far gone for God to say, I love you. There's not one person on this world that God can't redeem. That's, that's true. And here's the thing. Now that I see people that way, it is so hard for me to eh, walk past people. Or Natalia gets mad all the time, like when if we go anywhere, just because I'm like, hey, I'll give you, here's this. If we go to Chicago, I'm giving away stuff left and right. Why? 
Not because I have all this extra stuff that I can be given away. No, because God marked me. God has a plan for my life. God, God put that on the inside of me that I want to give to those people. Yeah. And here's the thing. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What? If you gave them a buck, there's something. There's an anointing on that. When you give them something, it doesn't matter what it is because you've blessed it. God says, I'm going to work through that anointing. Their life is going to start changing. And you can't, you can't put, that's, that's God working. And so, man, I, I just feel the presence in here. And one second, sorry. Holy smokes. Mm. There are some of you that during this message, God started pointing out things. And he's saying, I'm calling you. I marked you. I don't care what's going on. I have a plan for you. There's some of you that he's saying, I'm transitioning your hearts right now to see people the way that I see people. There's some of you that just need to speak life over any situation because I've marked you. I have a call for you. I have a plan for you, and it's good. I'm asking you today. I know it's a smaller, smaller congregation. That's okay. But I'm asking you today to check your heart. Because God's going to start doing things on the inside of you that can't be explained. You're going to start having, like, I have to start doing, God, I, I need to, I got to do this. I got to get this out. And God's saying, that's my mark for you. Some of you may say, God, I don't know, I don't know where I belong. I don't know what, what to do. I don't know. I'm stuck. Do the last thing God told you to do. That's tough sometimes. But God's saying, do that. That'll help me bring you forward. To walk from victory. To do what I've called you to do. Mm. Uh, so, where's youth guys? My team, I'm up front. And so, like, here's the thing.
I don't want you to leave this place. I don't want you to leave the same way you came in. And all of these guys, all of our anointed, all these youth, all, all of us were anointed. Becky, can you come up? Yes. I would, I would love for you to come up. <laughs> Tia. Yeah. Kayla. She knows this. I talked to her the other week. What are we talking about? But here's the thing. There are some of you that just need your need God to open your eyes, to change your heart, to see people the way that he sees people. I challenge all of you, like I said, that's small, small, small congregation today. I challenge all of you to come up and be prayed for. Because each of these students, each of these workers are anointed by God. And we want to impart what God has blessed us with, and to you guys. We want to see you guys. Different having all the youth up here. I like to see you guys. But we want to see God relight some of your fires and boost you into where you're supposed to be. And so I'm, that's how we're going to end the service. Um, if you have to go, Grab your kids. Please do not uh, stay in here and talk because we're about to go to war. And I believe that some of your lives will be changed forever. So, if any of you, you can come up at any moment. I'll just pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. Father, thank you for the, the word that you gave me. Father, I pray right now that you show all, everybody here where they're at, Father. Pray that you change their hearts to see people the way that you see people. Father, I pray right now that from this day forward, they're never the same. Father, I pray that the world is set on fire. Father, I pray that the, your anointing flows from every person that leaves Amazing Grace Church, that it goes back to their cities, that it gets all over everything. Father, we're calling these counties for you. We're taking back what the enemy has stolen. Father, I pray right now for every person that will hear this sermon, here, online, wherever, that your anointing just flows over them. They're never the same. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen.